1: It just loves a good flat twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
2: Every day can't start off like a good day.
3: But your time is coming. Even if you have to walk all by yourself. And the glass breaks in your life. And the people you love start walking away from you. And it rains down on your soul. There is no such thing as checkmate.
2: Don't let the game fool you. No such thing. You see, this is your moment. This is your time. That's why you smile. That's why you get back
3: up. That's why we line up for you. That's why we crowd rooms just to hear your name. That's why we smile in your direction. That's why we can't stop getting our eyes off of you. Lift the trophy. Sure, moment. So happy and grateful. Antonio T. Smith Jr. Without further ado, may I introduce our next speaker, who is Antonio Smith. And he's going to be talking on the subject of humanizing your company brand and creating obsessive I remember years ago. I remember years ago, I heard a story of a little kid that got beat up. And he had a black guy. He goes home and he tells his mom and he gets suspended from school. And he says, Mom, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Not my fault. He did everything to me. He did everything to me. He said all these things. And mom never says a word, never says anything at all, she just washes the womb. Mom, no, seriously, it wasn't my fault, it wasn't my fault, it wasn't my fault. She washes the wound, takes him out the back, puts him where the heels of the backyard is, and then she finally says something. She finally says, son, what I want you to do is I want you to scream every bad word that kid said to you. So he screams, and it echoes. And those bad words come back. Bad word after bad word, they come right back. Then she says, son, this time I want you to scream, I love you. And it came right back. And he never forgot that lesson, that whatever you put out, the universe will always send you back. My name is Antonio T. Smith, Jr. I've happened to build a $200 million company in the state of Texas, in the Houston area. And I want to teach you how to humanize your brand and how to just create insanely crazy customers. But that's the easy part, the second part. What I want you to do is I want you to hear one thing that I'm saying the entire time I'm talking, that's no one suffers alone. If you miss anything, catch, no one suffers alone. I'm going to teach you 15 things of the crazy way I run my company. And I've done a bunch of crazy things to get the most out of people, 15 different things. You need to hear every last one of them through No One Suffers Alone. In six continents, I employ 54 people. I'm 37 years old. I haven't had a job since I was 29. Don't hear that unless you hear no one suffers alone. Here is the truth you'll never make a dime or not as much as you deserve to make if you're mistreating your people. It will never happen. Now, you know that. Here's what you may not know leaders create culture. And the way you behave is the way it's going to downwardly manifest inside your organization. So if you invalidate people, your employees will invalidate people. You ever had somebody say, oh, I got a great idea, and then you go, nope, I know how can make it better. That is invalidation. And the moment you invalidate someone is the moment you give permission to everyone in your organization to invalidate someone else. Leaders create My company has two rules, two rules only: No one suffers alone and stay in the play. No one suffers alone simply means that we are all connected. Does't matter? race, creed, religion, hue, pigment and skin, male, female, Jew, Gentile, doesn't matter we are all connected. I have a joke around my office that which I tell people, just think about the words that you speak. Think about how we say remember. It's when you get inside your brain and you actually come back and remember that you are part of a bigger consciousness. When you remember, you take your individuality and you realize that there's no difference between me and you. And no difference between anyone else. Now think about running a company that is actually making money. And everyone in the company has bought into no one suffers alone. Do you know how many arguments we have ceased inside the company? Because everyone truly believes that no one suffers alone. I mean, think about that for a second, because I'm a guy. I know you you haven't noticed that. I'm a guy, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of women, because in America, women do far more than men. Let's just face it. No egos. Men have egos. They don't really listen. I'm surrounded by a bunch of women, and we rarely have a problem. Because if one of us is suffering, all of us is suffering. And what we immediately do is we decide no one suffers alone. And then we stay in the plane. Now, if you are a leader and if you are making money, there's something that you must know that I want to tell you right now. Every time you open up your mouth, you must prove to your people you know where you're going. If you're in HR, every time you speak, you must prove to your people you know exactly where you're going. Can we play a little game just for a second? Ma'am, what's your name right here, ma'am? And, is that the right color? But where's the lady? Is that? I think that's the right color because you look so so pleasantly inviting with that color. What's your name? Heidi. Heidi. Okay. Now, obviously, she doesn't know me. Is that right? She's probably not going anywhere with me. Is that fair? Some of you are running your companies that way. Some of you have six levels down. And the person six levels down, they don't know you. They know your position. They know the company. They know the job. But they don't know you. Matter of fact, this is the first time you've talked to them. 16 days in a row, they went to go get coffee. You saw them, never spoke a word. Now you say, hey, do this for me. And now they can't. Because you just asked them to take a trip for you, and they don't even know you. How many of you can't wait to take a random trip with a random stranger? Nobody. And then you have to think about it. How many of you are introverts in the room? Introverts? Any, okay, we've got some introverts. Of course, introverts like, I can't raise my hand. It's going to expose me as an introvert. <laughs> You're not even considering people's makeup when you ask me to do something. An introvert wants to know different questions. When I say let's take a trip, they want to know who's going to be there. I'm sorry, it's my Texas draw. It comes out. Who all is going with me? Come on, who who, 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 who asked that question? Who's going to be there? Because I typically like my positivity, and some of the people you associate with throw off my energy. So I want to know who's going to be there before I show up with my energy. Is that fair? Anybody thought like that? Every time we open up our mouths, we have to convince our people that the plane I'm piloting, it's going in the right place, but I need you to stay on it. Because you can't fly without turbulence. It's impossible. You, 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 it's impossible. It is isn't impossible. It is scientifically impossible to take lift and drag and acceleration and not hit a pocket of air that will shake the plane. It's impossible. It is not that planes defy gravity. It is simply that planes use gravity to steer. If the plane would accelerate without any way of turning or moving, if it was not for gravity, the thing that's meant to pull it down actually allows it to be in control. And when you understand that the stuff in your organization that is meant to pull it down with a great leader is actually meant to control your organization into the right places. So you got to stay in the plane. Because when you get out of a plane at 30,000, I was going to say miles per hour, but I'm not in the West right now. (laughs) Someone give me that at Calaris. When you're going really fast in the plane, if you jump out the plane, you're going to tear your body apart. And what you have to do is tell the people inside your organization, stay in the plane. We're in the right seat. We're on the right plane. We're going in the right place. But if it gets bad, stay in the plane. Let's deal with what me and you have going on in the plane. Don't jump out the plane because you're going to tear everyone up. And then also what I want you to understand is what we really need to do, and what I've done well in my organization, is build your company around their dreams, not the opposite. It's one of the biggest mistakes I ever made, trying to build my dreams around my people. Doesn't work that well. Because people will show up, they clock in, they give you just enough to do just enough not to get fired. But when you're actually adding value, when you are actually saying, "Okay, Marcus, how can I fulfill you and your dreams with this company? Think about that for a second. Because someone in here, your daughter, needs insulin. Someone in here has someone that has a cancer scare or is battling cancer in your job is doing nothing about it but making you trade time for money. Now imagine how much harder would you work if you knew your job cared about your daughter? Or how much would they work for us in HR if they knew how much we cared about their kids? Always tie in your dreams, their dreams, with your job. Now, right now, I've said five things. I'm going to give you 15 things. I'll repeat them for you. Well, I said four things. Number one, leaders create culture. While leaders are creating culture, no one suffers alone. Make sure you stay inside the play and build your dreams, build their dreams, around your business. Understand next that values create behavior. One of the greatest things that we've done over there in the West, is allowed people to be free-thinking. One of the worst things we have done is appointed a leader who was also a free-thinker that had terrible character issues. (laughs) It's one of the worst things that could ever happen, is to let you think freely. And then now your thinking freely impedes upon my thinking freely. Now I have to get in a war with you because I'm too insecure in myself to let you actually be smarter than me. Values create behavior. And as long as your values are clearly understood and have correct motives, your company will be a great one. How many of you right now know your values? I can tell you right now, I have three rules that are inside of me that I would never change for anybody. Number one. We're all connected. You'll never be able to take my mind away from that. We're all connected. That means I don't get to mistreat him. I don't get to mistreat you. Because whatever I do to her, I do to me. Period. That's my number one core rule. And it manifests itself in this universe and comes back. My number two core rule, don't ask for anything if you didn't give first. I refuse to ask an employee for anything If I have not given first. Number three, religion don't matter. People do. Keep your religion. I'll love you anyway. That's my third rule. And I go by that all the time. And that value creates a behavior in my workplace. And after we create that behavior, then we get to the money part. I like this part everyone should be focused on creating your own economy. If you're going to have this multi-million dollar company, you want to make sure everyone is creating their own economy. Not my economy, your economy. How can the job that I am creating for you make sure you have an economy at home? How can I provide for you so much that you no longer need me? See, that's the hard part. See, I just see See, I just got somebody right there. I just got somebody. It's like, man, if they don't know they don't need you, why are they going to stay at the job? Because you're the only one treating them that way. Why would I leave the best place that I am at? If you make sure everyone in that job, everyone in your field, everyone in your workplace, actually get to go home and create their own economy and don't have to argue with their spouse, or don't have to eat what is far less worthy of them eating, don't have to dress in a manner that's far less worthy. If you make sure that their basic needs are met, and they are in overflow, and you do it with your job, you will always find yourself to this. It'll never stop happening, because whatever you put out comes back in great multiplication. You do not plant an ear of you do not plant a seed of corn and get back one corn. You plant corn, you get back a multitude of corn. You don't plant an orange and get back one orange. You plant an orange, you get back a multitude of oranges with hundreds of seeds in each orange. Whatever you do, it comes back. After you have Gotten to the point where I can make sure that you have a good economy. Now, over here in India, which I love this country, y'all don't have this problem. In the West, we totally have this problem. Group economics. We, I don't know why we're so selfish. I, I, just, I don't know why. I tried to to write a book about it. I couldn't figure it out. I tried to pray about it. I couldn't get an answer. I have no idea why we are so selfish. We don't do group economics for nobody. We don't do it. We just, we refuse to do it. Group economics is the fastest way out of poverty. It is the fastest way out of poverty. It is the fastest way to take your place of employment to a place of overflow. If I have, you have. If you have a gift, we have a gift. If you have an idea, you have an idea. Think about it this way. Capitalism is really, capitalism, at the heart of capitalism, is how fast can I get money from Mumbai to California? The quicker I can get it done, the more money I make. That's capitalism. Now, let's shift that into what would actually make your business even more profitable than capitalism. How fast can you get an idea from level 100 to the CEO as fast as possible? Turn ideas in your company into money. As money powers capitalism, ideas power companies. And if you can get an idea from someone who just came in, just came in, They've been been an employee for six hours, have a game-changing idea. How fast right now in your organization can employee 2,703 with six hours of experience in that job and loyalty and dedication get that idea to the top CEO? If the answer is not as fast as possible, you have invisible barriers placed on employees that are stopping your income. Stopping your profit because just because I've been in this company for six hours doesn't mean I've been human for six hours. I homeschool, I have two boys, 10 and 6, and they eat every day. I don't know why, every single day they want food every day. They really do, and they use a lot of toilet paper too. I'm not sure why they do that. And these boys are homeschooled. And I thought about it one day. I homeschooled my kids. And one day one of the people in the job was having a sick child and having some problems was trying, hey, can I take off? Can I do this? Can I do this? I said, take off for what? Well, my kid is sick. I say, bring him here. And the eyes got wide open. Bring him here? Yeah, well, he's bad. I don't care. I was bad. He's two. How can a two-year-old be bad? He's 10x in energy, like Greg Cardo would say. He is not bad. He's too. Bring him here. And from that moment on, three years ago, kids are now welcome at our job. Now, of course, I don't have heavy machinery. We kind of created a playroom to where they go and dirty up. So they, I, I promise you, they dirty up. And after this, we clean up. But kids are welcome in the workplace. Because why would I homeschool my kids as a CEO and not give someone else the opportunity to at least bring their kids to the job? Do you know an eight-year-old hears everything in the house? How many of you you know that? We we remember some stuff our parents didn't think we remember, but we was listening. And now we know. And they don't know we know, but we know exactly. Imagine bringing your eight-year-old to your job and seeing mom have a fantastic time. Do you know the leadership value that you would be teaching your child? It is amazing to think all the beautiful stuff that you would be teaching your child if you would let them see you in your boss element, your HR element, your love element. Don't let them just see you cook. Don't let them just see you say, I want some food. Let them see you generate income because more is always caught than taught. Always. Behaviors create cultures. Now, I'll repeat that. Values create behaviors. And then, don't worry about that, make a lot of money and let people go home and create incomes and economies. Then practice group economics. Maybe allow a few kids at the place. And then values, behaviors, create culture things so far nine things so far nine things so far right nine things so far we have this thing called line app I'm not sure if you know what it is line app you know okay you know what alright good good she plays video games or something that's the only way I know about it. Line app is one of the greatest things that I've done for our business. We play on it all the time and I mean let me tell you they're crazy they come they post their memes it's all sorts of stuff cat videos but it's crazy but what happens and I didn't know I. It was smart, but I didn't know I did it. We become a family because we're all on this one app and this one group playing around well after hours, building a relationship, building a family, and more is more bonding happens on this line app than it does in the workplace. And then they come to work and they go, "Man, did you see what? But he, especially when the boss." Plays along. Powerful. Powerful stuff. Also, ah, this is weird. I'm going to tell you right now, this does not fit everyone. The next two things don't fit everyone. I pay my employees every day. I know. I told you that wasn't going to fit everyone. If money comes in, money goes out. You know why I do that? Because I always hated waiting for money. I have never, ever liked waiting for money. I just never understood how you were going to pay me $9 an hour and expect that that was my worth, $9 an hour. As a matter of fact, when I pick up this bottle, I feel like I did $9 worth of work. So let me just sit down for the next 59 minutes. That's how I feel about it. And some of you, just as crazy as me. So I pay them every day. I, I did two things. I, I, I taught everyone sales, you have to get sales. You either schedule, or you sell something like that, or you help out to schedule or something. Every time money comes in, they get an immediate check. I got everyone signed up on banking. As Soon as it comes in, I transfer it to them, and they get paid. Do you know how happy people are when every chance they get, they get paid? You know how easy it is to work? When, when you got paid six times in one day, I mean, think about that. When you get paid six times in one day, boy, I sure look real good as a boss. I'm telling you. I do. I do. They bring, That's why I got a stomach. They bring me treats, all sorts of stuff, because they keep getting paid. And it's the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It, it, that, that's what does it. They get paid every day. Here's the next thing that I changed that this one doesn't make sense. And I mean, let me preface it. I am one of the biggest proponents of women's rights I, I grew up homeless for from 6 to 14 and there was a woman who took me out of the streets adopted me real bad i was bad i was bad i was movie bad you know how they you know how they, they they show the movies all of us is in the streets. Come on now. you know. I know when I'm looking at the movies that come out of Hollywood, I know how they depict me, right? I was that bad though. I really, it was really accurate. I was really bad. And this lady adopted me. That bad. I gave her hell. That bad. It wasn't until I was 21 in the Army till I actually appreciated her. And then it dawned on me. It was a woman who saved my life. One woman brought me in, gave me a But another woman saved my life. And ever since then, you can't tell me nothing that a woman can't do. And for that reason, every woman that gets pregnant at our workplace has one year paid maternity leave. It doesn't make sense to give this beautiful mother six weeks with her child and then go back to work. And the bond, the invisible energy bond is still being formed. It's not right. It's just absolutely not right. The next thing we do is we encourage open spiritual and religious talks. I know. Crazy, right? It is. It is. It's crazy. It's crazy. But we do. Because the only reason to hate something is to be ignorant of it. The only reason. You only hate what you don't understand. If you don't like rats, it's because you don't speak rat. Right? That's about right. I don't like spiders because I don't speak spider. And I went and, you know, some camel spiders, like this big, I, I can't do them. I don't know what to do with them. I don't understand spiders. I don't want to understand spiders. I'm not trying to relate to spiders. I'm very ignorant of spiders so I'm a spider racist. Do you understand what I'm saying? I just don't know it. So when you don't know something, when you fear it, you kill it. And the reason why we got wars all the time is we don't know each other. We don't. We don't. In the West, anybody from the East is a terrorist. That makes no sense whatsoever. It doesn't. It makes no sense. It is equivalent to calling the KKK in the West Christians. As in, that's the whole Christianity religion. Makes no sense at all. It's unfair. But since we don't know, we judge. And when we judge, we fear. When we fear, we kill. So we eliminate that. Whatever you are, I am. We are, and I appreciate, and I love, and for that reason, it goes down with me. Last thing I would like to tell you is there was a... Six-year-old kid, and he had a four-year-old brother. This six-year-old kid had a four-year-old brother. They, they, they went off running. They were having a good time, and they didn't come back home. And the mom was real good, but she understood something was really wrong with the kids. The next morning, the police officers looked for the kids, and they didn't come back home. They see the four-year-old chest-high dune, sand dune, and they rushed to him, and they frantically get the sand off of him. His chest starts breathing. Finally, he almost dies. And they ask him, son, where is your older brother? And the four-year-old says, I'm standing on his shoulders. And that's really the leadership of HR. When you think about it, that's what we do. We hire people. And if we must, we use our shoulders so they can live. Antonio T. Smith, you can't plant better. You can dominate. Thank you. We have time for one question. you have a question? Anybody want to answer a question? No. Or, or you think it's one, three? What's next for you? I've created, inside that company, another company, to where we're going to hire about 100,000 people in the next 365 days and make them all millionaires. Yeah, that's right, okay, good job, high five. We're going to make them all millionaires. My goal is, by July 20th, 20th, 2020, to create 100,000 millionaires. That's my goal. Thank you so much. What do the people that stuck in the middle of a podcast Paying attention to that's not stuck in the middle Find out what they pay attention to Then jump in front Of that attention And once you jump in front of that attention You need to have a product To either sell them what they want Or fix what they're complaining about And that's the four things five things: Get attention, find your congregation Follow attention Jump in front of that attention and Then ask for the damn sale You're listening to Stuck in the Middle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, artists, and movers and shakers of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking the mold. This episode is brought to you by our online store.
1: Visit sitmpodcast.com to shop Stuck in the Middle Podcast gear.
2: When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. so how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash b two b, all spelled the regular way. That's zip z i p recruiter a r e c r u i t e r ziprecruiter. slash b two b, and I promise you. You will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.